Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Beauty Business and Mind Podcast. It's been almost a month off. So if you want to know a little bit of the tea, what's going on in the life. So it has been a little bit of a lot of work. So I just finally moved into my new place and there's been lots of shifts and changes with my business and I've been giving back more to my community. So that means a little bit less time for this. And I have been really thinking I needed some time to realign myself, refocus the energy and come back and take a break. So I really, instead of just publishing episodes and putting stuff out there, I really decided to just take a step back, really tune in to what you were needing, to what the feel was out in the atmosphere, in the air, (laughs) not just on social, but really in business, what I'm seeing around me in regards to businesses on the news. So I just really want to also take time to just focus back inward, to go back into the nature and go on walks and just really tune in back into what was really this podcast about, which is about beauty. It's about business. And it's also about the mind, the mindfulness in our life and our business as individuals. So with that, let's get started on this week's episode. This comes from a DM. And I want to say thank you so much for your love and support. I love getting DMs from you, which you can always reach out to me at Celeste Stylist on Instagram. And this DM asked me about becoming an educator. So how did I become an educator? So I want to share really like the five five things that you can do to become an educator and five things to think about. So first, let's talk about the five things that you can do if you want to get started as an educator. Number one, you need to be a leader. And with that, I don't mean be an expert of know-it-all. Being a leader is that you have to be known for something. Like, What is your thing that you really want to educate on? And I know sometimes when you become an educator, there's so many noise out there on Instagram and social and the world of what to do and what's trending. But be true to who you are, to what you're a leader in. So really need to niche down to really choose like, what are you really going to be talking about? What is it going to be that you're really passionate about that you will continue doing for years to come? So I started beauty school when I was 30. I'm about to become 38 in a couple of months. And honestly, less than five months, I'll be 38 years old. It's been almost like eight years. (laughs) I've been really into the beauty industry and that's insane to me, but What I continue to teach and talk about are things I'm truly passionate about, which is really marketing and growing a business and growing a brand in your small town and beyond that, um, using the resources that you do have, not having to learn new things, not having to do all the things, but really doing it in a mindful way that fits your lifestyle and your business life. So that is my thing. That's what I do. Um, And I'm always sharing with you like what I'm doing. I'm always not just saying things, but I'm actually going out there and practicing and being a practitioner of things and practicing things and failing and sharing all those lessons with you. So if you don't know what you really want to niche down on forever, really start with what are people asking you for? It always starts like that. Hey, so how did you do that? Hey, can I ask you blank? Like you'll get lots of DMs. Look what the comment factor or topic is. 
Um, for me, sometimes it's how I do my marketing, how I do my videos, whatever it is. Like there's so many things I get DMs on and questions on what, how I do things. So start writing it down. That's like the first thing is to really choose what your specialty is going to be. Number two, don't complicate it. Use whatever you have for free. So in regards to promoting like what tools you're going to need, let's talk about the iPhone. Um, use your iPhone or your cell phone that you have. I still use that to this day. I do not have a mic. I don't want to. As much as everybody tells me like your quality is going to be better and all these things, like it's just not really authentic to me. It's not to who I am. I like to keep things so simple and basic AF. So I'm going to keep it that way. So choose whatever medium is going to be best for you. I literally have a professional camera that I wasted like over $500 on. I don't even use it. I used it two times. So moral of the story is don't go waste money on things that are not really authentic to you or don't feel good to you. Like if you've always have wanted to learn how to use a camera and you're willing to experiment that for months or years to come and continuously be learning. Of course, that would be an awesome recording tool, but choose the recording tool that you love, whether it's your laptop, your cell phone, whatever it is. If it's an actual camera, make sure that's something that you're really going to be utilizing and it's not going to be something that's going to be hindering you from recording. Number three is that start small. Start with what you have. Even if you start with a class of two people or just one-on-one you know, sessions or just start with a little bit, you know, and don't do it for free. Please don't do it for free. Um, so as we say about starting small, don't devalue yourself. Just because you're starting barely in this does not mean that you're a novice or you're brand new at your craft. People are looking at you as an authority already. So make sure that you charge even if it's like a minimal amount. It's so important that you start small. And, you know, my hot tip number four is charge for your you know, time, charge for your expertise. You can be somebody who's been in the industry for 10 years, has never taught a class, but clearly if you have 10 years of experience doing something, that is of value. And as well as if you're brand new, please don't devalue yourself. Even in the beginning, I have done many things for free when I was barely in beauty school as a student to get opportunities to see salons and things like that. But, you know, after a while, after I graduated, it was no longer just like free exchange of just all the time of only money, you know, of time for, you know, knowledge. It was really of like, okay, so I can get this experience for knowledge, but also here is some type of form of payment, which whether it was product or a shout out or whatever the heck it was as I was building up myself. So really start Make sure that you know that you start charging for your value, okay? Whether you're brand new out or you have 20 years under the belt, but you've never taught, please don't devalue yourself. Nobody appreciates free. I know this podcast is free and there's some of you that have done amazing things in your business (laughs) just off this podcast, which I love because I'm literally sharing with you what I'm doing. I'm not gatekeeping, so sharing with you and some of you are doing amazing things by actually taking action with the knowledge but something that I've learned the hard way is that giving for free um, is not always the best thing to do Um, people can take advantage of you so I would just really take really big note to charge even if it's a freaking dollar you guys like oh I mean everybody just start charging right away lastly tip number five in starting online you know starting your education 
start with what you have, which is free social media. Whether you have a Google or you have a website or you just have social media, use what you have. So what I started to do is when I wanted to become into education, I started recording videos. My videos are freaking horrible. Um, I'm actually doing a reel probably at the end of this week. Um, I'm going to be doing a reel about my first videos. <laughs> they are so horrible. I did not have, it was not aesthetically pleasing. It was not video pleasing. Um, I've got videos that got viral. I've been published for videos that went viral. And they were the most horribly, like, pixelated or not best audio or production videos that I've ever created. Um, and I want to share that with you because it can happen to you too. You do not need to be aesthetically pleasing and beautiful and perfect and curated like somebody who has been in the education world for the past 10 years. I am not going to look like somebody who's been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years. I'm not. And I am perfectly okay with that. And when you go into the education realm, remember, you're not for everybody. You're not trying to attract everybody. You want to attract people that are attracted to your learning style, to how you teach, to who you are, to, you know, the things that you, you, you want to share with everybody else. So make sure that you really are, when you're going to become an educator, um, that you're really willing to have an open heart and to know that you're not going to be for everybody. Um, just like pizza is not for everybody. The same thing goes with education. You're going to attract your own people and that's beautiful and you need to be strong enough to when people are disrespectful or want to disagree with you to be okay with that. Um, and let's talk about going from that. That's how I really started with small. Like if you wanted to start an educator today, those are literally things I would do. I would use my iPhone. I would pick in a specific topic that I want to teach or just look at my DMs and see what people are asking. I would go ahead and I would start small with the people that want to start, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or a class of two people. I would charge because nobody appreciates free. And, you know, I would just go ahead and, you know, use the free platforms, use social media, use whatever you have to be able to start teaching and start helping others and be very mindful and have that strong mind that you will not be for everybody. People will disagree with you, but you will attract the right people that are meant to work with you. So some five things to be really like to think about when you go into the education um, world is that I feel like First of all, is you have to have tough skin, okay? Like not everybody's going to agree with you and that's okay. Um, I don't know it all. So you have to be okay that people are going to disagree with you. And part of the disagreement is also being humble enough to know that we don't know it all. Nobody in this world, I don't care who it is, nobody has all the answers and understands everything 100%, okay? That's part of the human experience. As humans, we are continually learning so knowing that, you know, nobody knows it all, make sure that you know, like, hey, I can always learn and you're always allowed to say, that is an amazing question. Let me look into that. I'll get back to you. One of the best freaking like things somebody told me, I forget who the heck told me that, but I use it to this day. I'm not a know-it-all. I do not need to make up answers. If I don't know something, I can go do my own research and get back to them with an answer. Um, other things to be mindful, number two, when you're going into the education realm is that be very mindful with giving it, like giving all of it away. And this is what I mean by that. If you call me today and you're like, Celeste, I want you to design my website. Um, so can you do that, right? For me, for free? 
No, I cannot do that for free for you. I do so that's what I mean by don't give it all away for free. I cannot just go give classes away for free. I do do a lot of things for my community. Today I'm doing something. If you follow me on Instagram at Celeste Stylist, I'll show you behind the scenes where I'm going going and what I'm doing. Um, and it's for a community event that I'm doing that I'm part of a committee and I'm just trying to help out a little bit in what I can, giving some hours away of my time. I'm very mindful how I give my time away. If I give my time away to somebody, it has to be in alignment with my business values and it, it has to benefit more than just one person or one business, right? Uh, for me, this is a community event. So it's going to help support um, my community where I live at and many families. So that's important to me and that's aligned with me. So the part number two is where don't give it all away. That's what I mean. Be very mindful what you say yes to. Be very mindful what you give away for free. Um, number three in regards to education, um, it would be the ego. So I want to talk about the ego. And I know this may be like a really weird thing because we're like, what? We're going to talk about being ego or egotistical and all that stuff. The ego loves to be fed. As humans and even me, we I have my own ego problems. Um, I have to really put myself on check. So when you start going into the education realm, like I told you in the beginning, I traded my time and work in exchange for knowledge or in exchange for opportunities, okay? Because it was awesome. But then it had to get to a point where I was like, okay, that's awesome. But is it egotistical to ask for money for an exchange of my knowledge and time? Or am I, is that my ego talking? And no, it's, it's a common sense thing. Like I was more in demand. I had a job um, working behind the chair. So yes, I needed to charge for my time. So don't allow the ego to rule over you. And by I mean by that, don't take opportunities just because of the money that are not in alignment with you. And don't do things, don't like stop yourself from doing things just because there's no money or value or your value that your ego sees in it. And this is the example I want to give you. There is a huge international brand, huge, okay? When I see mean huge, it's all over. I've seen it at Walmart, Target. Costco, everywhere, CBS, everywhere. It's a huge hair care brand. They wanted me as an ambassador. They reached out to me and I turned them down. And for some of you listening to this, they'll be like, that is so stupid, Celeste. Why did you do that? That's what my ego said. But my heart and my values said they were not in alignment with me. They had just gotten sued for... um. There was this whole lawsuit thing going on for some of the products and they were not being, you know, truthful about what they were using. And that was not an alignment for me. If I'm going to recommend a product, if I'm going to represent a brand, I don't care how huge it is. It has to be someone that's ethical, that's going to look out for the best interest of the consumer. Because we're all humans. Your products should not be damaging our health or our scalp. And so with that, I'm just giving you, I will never say who it is, what company it was, but I'm sharing that because that took a big hit on my ego. My ego wanted to do it so bad because how amazing would it be to represent this one company that's all over the world and everybody knows the name, um, but it just wasn't in alignment with my heart and my values. And I said, no, and that was a really hard decision. And then there's other things that I do that don't feed my ego. I don't get acknowledgement for it. I have, I do it for free. 
Um, it's a lot of work. It can be a little stressful, but it brings so much joy to me and it helps out my community and it brings out value in myself and what my business stands for. And I don't really post about it. So that's not really making my ego happy either, but it makes my heart happy that I'm able to be of service. And because I have a business where customers are able to pay for services and my expertise, I'm able to take time off to do other things to help my community as a whole, not just myself and not represent just my business. So with that, that's what I mean with the ego. Be very mindful when you go into education about the ego. Number three is don't compare yourself. Comparison is the freaking thief of joy and happiness, okay? I will never be the same amount of level of many things because other people have more years of experience than me. Whether it's doing a podcast, doing videos, editing, whatever it is, speaking. Please don't compare yourself to others. Don't compare yourself to anybody because we're all constantly learning and growing. If I would have decided in 2016 that I was old and that I should not share what I knew about products and things, if I had decided that my video was not beautiful enough, which I knew it wasn't, and the quality wasn't as pretty as everybody, and stopped myself, there has been so many opportunities that I would have missed out on, and I would not be here today talking to you. If I decided that... I wasn't good enough like everybody else. If I decided that even for this podcast, taking some time off to really refocus and then realign my values and myself and my voice to what really matters and what's helpful for you as well as for me as a human and sharing my voice with you today. If my if I was so focused on I'm not good enough because all these bigger podcasters are releasing two episodes a week and I'm going to take a little time off, I wouldn't be able to give this new fresh perspective that my podcast needed, that I needed for my business as my new season is changing, as my business is changing. Um, I will do in January an episode on what I did different this year and the results from that because I've been keeping track of that. But this is what I mean. Like, don't compare yourself to others. I cannot compare myself to, oh my gosh, this year I only grew a thousand more followers. Or, oh my gosh, I'll, this year I only grew, you know, like 100 more followers. I can't compare myself to any of that stuff, you know. Like, my goal was to reach another 1,000 followers this year. I really didn't do it, and I'm not judging myself for it. It's okay. I focus my energy and other things. So don't compare yourself to others. Comparison is a huge thief of joy, and followers does not mean income. Number four, please don't think that you cannot become an educator, whether it's for a brand, for yourself, uh, without the amount of followers, because I started to work with a brand with under a thousand followers. I was um, under a year of experience as a cosmetologist when I started working with a big brand. And within, I think, a year and a half, I became an international branded educator for them. And then I left because it was during the pandemic and they were I was no, no longer in alignment with what they were doing. Um, I didn't like some of the things, so I left. If it's not in alignment with me, I will leave, even if my ego doesn't like it. So, moral of the story is, don't think that you can't work for a big brand because you have slower following, and don't think that you can't charge, okay? Um, 
I got paid so well by that brand to travel for my airplane ticket, for my stay, for my food, for being there. So I've learned that, you know what, even if they are willing to pay me that much for us a newbie, look how much worth you have now many years in, right? Same thing goes for you. So please don't devalue yourself in that regards and don't allow the amount of followers to stop you. And lastly, and lastly number five, to becoming an educator, please cross your dots and your t's and what i mean by that is check everything no one should have perpetual access to your content so i may be pissing off some educators out there right now but i really don't care because this just happened to me recently and it's been happening more often and i think it's fucking bullshit so i'm gonna talk about it i'm sorry i'm swearing but it's just really upsetting to me especially when it's other from smaller educators and it's coming from bigger brands too. It's not just the small educators. Please read your fine print. Nobody should have forever access to sell your content that you're giving away for free or education, to use it as their own, to use as part of a package or program or have access forever for a certain amount of price or for free. So right now there's a lot of things where like, for example, okay, this brand comes to you. I'll pay you X amount of dollars, but I get access to your content for the rest of forever. You know, like they can use it forever. So let's say, for example, in five or 10 or 20 years, you become this huge person and celebrity or whatever, and your rates are different. They could literally use that for free. They can go promote that product for free, even if it's no longer in alignment with you because you gave them that authority when you signed that contract. So be very mindful, read things. And if you can't read things, hire a lawyer, hire somebody. I come from a background of insurance, so I've learned to read every single line. I don't just sign shit away because I want to. Um, so be very mindful with that, with contracts, whether you're working with a small educator or a big brand, please read the contracts. And especially right now with, you know, like summits are really big right now, right? Where like a whole bunch of people and educators get together and share their knowledge. Um, and sometimes when they do events like that, you have to give up, you know, like the right to the information or you can't reshare that information somewhere else. Or exactly the same somewhere else. So you just have to be very mindful. Please, please read things. And with that, I just want to leave like this last piece of advice too. With email list and building your email list. Or whether it's text list, whatever. If people don't actually opt in to your thing. I don't care if it's a summit and they got they gave inform- they gave the access to that one person running the summit. If that person did not actually go like, okay, I want to get Celeste access to my email because I want that piece of paper or that PDF or whatever from Celeste. If they don't opt into your actual form that's for your stuff, that is illegal and you can get in a shit ton of trouble, okay? And I don't think it's ethical. I don't think it's fair for people. I know that people probably would assume if you're summit, if you're signing up for an online audio or a video summit of a whole bunch of educators, they're all gonna get your email. But legally, you cannot do that. So check in with your lawyer. I am not a lawyer. I'm not giving legal advice. I'm just letting you know because what I found out from my attorney is that that's illegal. Okay, there are laws for emailing. So be very mindful. Feel free to just DM me. Like my inbox is always open for you and. I just want to say that if you want to become an educator, don't stop yourself. There's no age limit. There's no size. There is no ethnicity or anything that you have to be. Now more than ever, with diversity, being so open to everybody, you are here. You can be 
talking about the same thing I talk about. You can be talking about haircuts. You can be talking about hair color, about styling. And you may think there is 20 million educators out there on that. Somebody needs to learn that from you. Don't diminish your light. Don't diminish your possibilities for your life just because it's already being done. On the contrary, that should be an example for you that it can be done. I remember when I started my mobile um, my mobile salon, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this course on mobile salons and everybody's going to buy it. And many people are interested in starting their mobile salons. You'd be surprised how many actually do it. I think out of all the people I've talked to, only four of them have actually ended up finishing up their mobile salons and have them. So with that, I just wanted to really share with you that becoming an educator is really about service. It's really about helping others. Through this podcast, I give so much free information and tools to help you because I wish somebody would have helped me. I also know that you are a wealth of knowledge. I am a wealth of knowledge and just like a river that overflows and there's never enough water because there's so much to go around for so many animals, for the trees to go around into the ocean and everything go in a circular motion of life. The same thing is with education. You can never stop educating when you have so much to give, when you have so much to learn. And that's why I love being behind the chair. That's why I love having two businesses, one that's bridal and one that's, you know, hair color and haircuts and just, you know, more education wise, because it teaches me. I get to learn from the real mistakes and I also get to share them with you on this podcast. And that's a beautiful thing. I get opportunities to not solely work with beauty businesses, but also other type of businesses and really help them to start moving forward, moving that needle forward and knowing that I can't do the work for them. Remember, as an educator, it's your job to be the light, the guide, like a lighthouse to guide the boats towards them. You're doing the same thing. You're being a light for your students, but you cannot do the work for them if they're not ready, if they're not willing if they don't want to, does it does not make you a bad educator if they don't take action. So my final and most important tip for you today, if you decide you want to become an educator, is be patient, but most importantly, take action. Share. Don't get scared. Don't stop yourself because you feel you have nothing to say. It may sound counterintuitive and kind of like hypocritical since I've been taking a break I take breaks because that's what helps me thrive in my business. I take breaks because I need them. I am a human and it's okay to take a break from the podcast. It's okay to take a break from the website sometimes or from business and take time from my family. Um, Right now in this season of life, it's been 17 years since I spent a Christmas with my sister, my mom, and I all together. 17 years. So of course, I am savoring this time. I am working, not as much, but I am working as well behind the chair. But I'm taking time for what matters to me. 17 years since I've had a Christmas together with my mom and sister. That's a big deal. So I'm enjoying it. So don't be ashamed that you're in a different season. Don't be ashamed of doing something different. And on the contrary, I feel like the more that you show, in your education, who you are, you teach with your style, you talk the way that you are, you have your mannerisms, you're true to who you truly are, and you showcase that on video and in your voice, the more abundance that can come to you, the more you will attract the right people, and there will not be a burnout. Um, 
because you know that you're being authentic. You're being real to who you are and people can see that. People can feel that. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much, love, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye, love.